when hinges creak in doorless chambers, and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls, whenever candlelights flicker where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Welcome Home Podcast. I am your host, your ghost host. (laughs) Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 241 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor. We don't have Damon today. Yep. Damon's off doing things. Doing Damon <laughs> adventures. Damon adventures. Yeah. Um, I did want to talk, though, before we get into the show a little bit here. So I made a random decision the other day. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, no, I posted this on Discord. So I've had, you, oh, see, yeah, you know okay, what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. Right. So I, and I don't know why I thought of this. I just, you know, I, I think everybody here knows that I'm going to be in Florida the week of Thanksgiving. Um, and my mom lives about an hour and a half from the parks. And so we're going to do that, that one day trip to, to Disney. And I was thinking to myself, like, okay, well, like, what else can we do? My mom has this like pretty packed that week. She's like got us going all kinds of places around Florida. So, oh, but then I was like, right. I was like, you know what? I've really always wanted to check out Legoland. And, you know, I, I if those who listen to the show know, I went to Peppa Pig Land, uh, last year. Right. But, uh, but, you know, it was just Peppa Pig Land. We didn't do Legoland proper. Right. And so, you know, I was like, oh, let's, you know, maybe we should do Legoland. And so then I, you know, looked into it a little bit more and I was like, you know, I, I think I realized that Legoland was like specifically built for like two to 12 year olds. Like, you know, that's like all, mm-hmm. you know, small yeah, kid it's, stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not, or yeah, you're right. It, it, it's targeted very much at kids, not at adult Lego enjoyers. <laughs> no, but like, yeah. I mean, that's kind of great. But I mean, my okay. daughter's five. Yeah. She's like a perfect yeah. age for this. And so, so I was like, all right. I so, so I said something to my wife about it. And she's like, yeah, let's let's do it. And I was like, okay, cool. So now we're going to do that on Black Friday and the day after Thanksgiving, which you know, I it could be busy, but I was I was laughing about this though, Trevor, because I I was looking at crowd calendars, right? And and the crowd calendar had like uh, average wait time for like rides, right? Mm-hmm. And that particular day for Legoland was uh, was in their red category. But then I when I looked at the average wait time, it said average wait time sixteen minutes, and I was like. That's what constitutes busy at Legoland. Okay, cool. <laughs> like mm, I can handle, I can handle sixteen yeah. minutes online. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I, I guess the interesting thought process around that is, I, I get why they're saying red because it feels like yeah. you know a lot of people on Black Friday, like like, like you get like that fifty fifty where it's like people are out to get the deals, and then there's people that are like. Or, or actually, sorry, it's yeah. <laughs> it's not fifty fifty. It's 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 third, third, third. I guess it's yeah, yeah. third of the people are out doing the store thing. Third of the people are staying at home or and not doing anything. That's that's the boat yeah. I'm in. Is I don't yeah. go anywhere on Black Friday. Um, and then a third of the people are like, hey, you know, people are at the stores. Let's go do something else, right? Yeah, you know, the thinking is, you know, everyone's going to be at the store, so you know, go do these other things like Legoland. So. Yeah. I'm I'm curious how your experience is going to actually pan out if they think it's going to be busy. But like you said, yeah, if, if their idea of busy is, you know, you got to wait 15 yeah. minutes to get on the ride. Like, busy. 
okay yeah that's that's a joke that's a, that's yeah. that's if you see that at, at disney world you're like oh this is great yeah that's <laughs> like, that's, that's walk on park's empty <laughs> let's do this yeah. <laughs> you know uh so yeah so no I, i'm 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 pretty pumped actually for it I, i've kind of always wanted to go and like it looks like so much of the stuff is like very interactive and like I just I think my daughter's going to have a lot of fun with it. And truthfully, I'm a, you know, I'm a kid at heart. So I, I think that I'm going to have a lot of fun with it. So <laughs> I'm pretty excited for it. I think it's going to be a good time. Yeah, I, I I I hope it is. I I'll admit I debated taking my son to Legoland. But the thing is, is that like my my son and my and my wife do Lego, but I'm not a Lego fan. Like interesting, like interesting. at all. Like I just I I've never cared for like lego sets like i i had lego sets when i was a kid and i think i put together like two and then and and they were like small like not like like little cars and stuff like that and then i just never bothered with it again like like it just there's nothing about lego that clicks with me and and I, I feel that's a pun, but whatever. I, yeah. um, <laughs> Were you trying to make a pun or and I no? No, that that, one, okay. that <laughs> one wasn't deliberate. Although, okay, although okay. on the Discord, I did make a deliberate pun that did not land with anybody. <laughs> and you 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 ignored it too, which makes me sad. Oh wait, like, what was the pun that you made on the Discord that I missed? <laughs> I, I asked you if you had blocked out some time. To, oh, to, I totally to, missed that. Wow. Yeah, I mean, the, I, I was trying to keep my dad joke creds. Yeah, no, you know what? So, that's yeah. that's on me. Um, yeah. that's my fault. It, but yeah. everybody missed it. I was like, I, I I wrote it, and I was I was waiting for somebody to catch it, and everybody missed it, and I was like, it wasn't okay. overt enough. That's like, <laughs> well, you, you got to be subtle sometimes with you the, do. the. No, I agree. The, the jokes but but i guess i i also couldn't put the inflection on block either i should i should have italicized it or something um, it's 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 really hard <laughs> sometimes to do subtle jokes like that over the internet right because like and yeah. even i this happened to me at work like this week where i i was saying something like overly sarcastic in like a group chat like that i was trying to make it very clear that i was being sarcastic mm-hmm. and even then the two people i was talking to were like wait what what are you talking about like because I, I was being ridiculous about it and uh and 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 they just they just didn't pick up on the sarcasm at all and that happens sometimes over you know over internet you just can't get the sarcasm so yeah or or the dad jokes sometimes yeah it it definitely helps if if like i i'm lucky that um the group i work with we all we all speak in memes and stuff so it's very (laughs) it's very easy to like be sarcastic and make those kinds of jokes and people get when you're being sarcastic so i i know what you mean though it's like we you got to be careful about that because especially in in you know, work environments is you'll say something that you think is sarcastic and somebody in the group takes it literally. And you're like, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no, but so I'm pumped about yeah. this. So if anybody's yeah. going to be at Legoland on, uh, the, what the 24th of November, if you happen to be at Legoland, I will be there. You can find me. I'll be wandering around and, you know, and catch going, Tom in line. You might catch me at Peppa Pig <laughs> or something. Cause we're doing that too. We're doing both since they're right next to each other. So, Oh really? <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I can't. My, I said to my wife, "Why don't we just do Legoland this time?" And she was like, "Yeah, but you have to literally walk by Peppa Pig Land to get to Legoland, and uh, you know if our daughter sees it, she, it's it's game over." I, she and, she's still Peppa Pig's still very much a thing with her. Yeah, starting to fade out a little bit more, but yeah, it's it's still there, my friend. It's still yeah, there. it's it's hard, right? Like like, like it, with my son, it was like. Like for him, it was cars, which, you know, cars land was easy yeah, yeah, because sure. we went to, you know, California Adventure and all that. But it was like, like, and the reason I asked is because, you know, you know, um, with your daughter, what you're going to find, or, or at least my experience with my son was, you know, it was like, he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it. And then all of a sudden it was like a switch flips 
And then we're like, you know, look, cars. And he's like, eh. I'm like, like he just does not care. And it's like, it's frustrating because it's like, he, he, and especially like this time of year, like, 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 you know, Thanksgiving leading up to Christmas where you're like, oh, you know, we're going to buy gifts and stuff like that. And it's like, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And like you think, and especially, uh, um, like, like I, I think my wife mentioned it in the group, you know, you know, and I think Damon did as well, you know, you know, starting Christmas shopping now it's like, you're like, oh yeah, you know, I'm going to get this for them because they really love this. But yeah. then by the time Christmas comes, they're past it. And yeah, you're exactly. like, yeah. what do I do now? <laughs> right. Yeah. Now I'm stuck yeah. with this thing. Good. I was just gonna say, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you, you get to the, or I guess it wouldn't be the worst thing, but you know, if you get to Peppa Pig land and she's just not into it, I mean that the, the frustrating thing about that is like, you know, if you paid for a mission and all that, we, did. we paid extra. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then you're kind of like, you know, if she gets there and she's like, ah, I don't care. It's like, it feels like a bit of a waste, right? Here's the thing, right? So this is only going to be, this is three weeks from now, basically. Right. And we were just at Costco and walking by, uh, we walked by a Peppa Pig thing and she was like, daddy, daddy, please buy me this Peppa Pig thing. So I think I'm okay. good. I think okay. I'm good. All right. Then, then yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. You're, you should be safe then. I'm good for the next three weeks. No, yeah. I mean, my daughter moves on to other things, but she tends to come back. Right. So like, she'll like, she had, we haven't watched Peppa Pig in a long time. Right. Like, and she, we haven't watched mm-hmm. Paw Patrol in a long time, but if she sees something Paw Patrol, if she sees something Peppa Pig, she's still into it. You know what I mean? Like we just yeah. don't really, like watch that show anymore so yeah we're, we're kind of we're the same way like actually my son was really into like scooby-doo and uh and thomas the tank engine because like he had all like the wooden train sets for thomas but yeah. the funny thing is is like thomas keeps coming back around because it's actually using memes on the internet so so oh, he, yeah, he, yeah. I've seen he, he sees it from a different view now but yeah. um but yeah, the, the, it's funny like like you mentioned like scooby-doo is or, or, or sorry i mentioned scooby-doo but like you know talking about shows that um like you don't watch them forever but then it's like you put them on and your kids are like oh yeah like yeah i, I remember like this this and, is great yeah <laughs> yeah and, it, and it, it just becomes like a thing that like like i said in our family it's like you know we you know if if scooby-doo comes on it's not that we'll like all stop and sit down to watch it but it's like oh cool like you know we'll we'll pay attention to it whereas yeah, yeah exactly yeah a, lo- a lot of other shows kind of get ignored and forgotten so it's it's interesting how your kids like latch on to certain ips and stuff right <laughs> yeah for sure yeah for sure so why don't we get started we're only going to do mm-hmm. we're going to actually do two listener questions but only because one of them is just something we want to talk about so um yeah Laura said, would you rather a Skyliner extension to Animal Kingdom or a monorail extension to Hollywood Studios or any other extension of either? I think I've been on mm-hmm. record on this show of saying Skyliner everywhere. Just put it as many places as you can. I love the monorail. I really do. But the monorail, you still have to kind of like wait in a long line for sometimes. You're kind of squished with a bunch of other people. It smells yeah. like a barnyard. Like, uh, you know, the Skyliner, you get your own. Most of the time you get your own little you know, capsule, it's peaceful, it's fast, it's constantly moving. So you don't have to wait, you know, for a new train to come by and it doesn't like fill up, you know, it's constantly letting people off and letting people on. It doesn't like, you know, you don't have to wait for like another train at any point. So for me, just from, I, I just like the Skyliner. I, I listen, monorail is, it's like one A, one B, right? Like monorail is one B, but yeah, I put Skyliner. Yeah. Yeah, Skyliner. It, it's absolutely. Um, if you're talking exactly, just uh, um, you know, throughput on it, like, like the yeah, amount exactly. of people that it can get through at, at a time, it is miles above the monorail because 
there there's just not like like there's no way they can run multiple monorail cars at this point to exactly. keep to keep the flow of people moving. So like you, I, I would rather have Skyliner. My other thing thinking around this too is that um uh you know she was saying Skyliner extension to Animal Kingdom. So that ex- that assumes it would be from like Hollywood Studios yeah, to Animal that, Kingdom. The point there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um I'm all for that just because it actually connects all four of the parks together completely. It would, yeah. Yeah. And for me, like like it's not that I hate the buses, but if I have the opportunity to not take the bus, <laughs> like I I would actually like if if you know me staying at the poly, I would get on the monorail, ride the monorail to Epcot, walk through Epcot, get on the Skyliner, <laughs> and then take the Skyliner to like I would go to Animal Kingdom that way. You would, you'd rather go to Animal Kingdom that I, way than take I would the- go <laughs> I would go the long way around that way instead of getting on the bus because yeah, I just I I just, you know, would it, I would enjoy that so much more than just having to take the bus. And, 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 you know, the funny thing is, is yeah, if they did that, it, it would take a lot of load off of the bus, yeah, right? Like it's absolutely. Be, because yeah, you, you know, it's, it, that, that's really the only piece that's missing in my mind is that connector from animal kingdom. So, so yeah, I mean, the answer is yeah. Skyliner extension to animal kingdom is is the preferred choice and as much as, yeah, you know, you know, having the monorail go further, the, the aesthetic of the monorail is still very cool. Like it, 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 it feel for as old as it is, it feels futuristic still. Um, I agree. But yeah, the, the problem is, is that the monorail just doesn't, it doesn't compare to better forms of transportation, unfortunately. Like it's very novel. It is, but I, I would not, you know, having the the monorail go from Epcot to Hollywood Studios, I mean, yeah, I, I just don't feel that would be valuable. Like, or, or, yeah. There's a certain elegance to the Skyliner, too, that I feel like fits with the aesthetic mm. of Hollywood Studios for some reason. You know what I mean? Like, like when you're walking to Hollywood yeah. Studios now and, like, you just – you see those sky, the Skyliner coming, you're kind of just like, okay – like this kind of feels like it it vibes with what's yep. going on here. And, and it's also great too, because like when you when you leave Hollywood Studios, or, or I've done this a couple of times now, where it's like, hey, we wanna, you know, we're we're good for Hollywood Studios, let's go to Epcot. Yeah, exactly. Like just yeah. like walking out and it's like, here's the way to Epcot. Like like it's not like, okay, I gotta get on a bus or I gotta, you know, go over to this resort or whatever. It's just here's the Here's the way to Epcot. Like, like it's just yeah. like a straight shot over there, even though it's not a straight shot. Like it's, it's not. Still, you got to get off and transfer, but still, it's. But it's it, still, it, yeah. it still feels. It just way feels better. complete, right? Like, like I know what you mean. Is like, like, like it feels like it completes Hollywood Studios. As, it fits so nicely in there. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. As as a connecting park, right? Yeah. 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 Listen, I I would love for it to run <laughs> to Animal Kingdom. I just, I mean, we'll see. I mean, maybe they might do it someday. Like, listen, it's. You think about how expensive it probably is for them to run that bus system, right? Between the maintenance on the buses, buying new buses, paying the bus drivers, the gas, mm-hmm. all that stuff, right? Whereas the Skyliner, they do maintenance like, you know, on an ongoing basis, but they only do major maintenance like once a year, basically. And they, you know, they have a limited amount of cast members that run it. And it's it's much more eco-friendly, runs on electricity, right? I mean, they don't, there's no gas, it's just electricity. Yeah. Like, and, it's, and yeah, it kind of, yeah, yeah. People throughput, all that is just... It's, it's just so much better. Yeah. yeah it's, it's all just better. So yeah. the, the the one thing though, and I know my wife will listen to this at some point is <laughs> I, I, unfortunately, like, like for everybody, the, the Skyliner, like my wife, 
my wife rides it, but she has to keep her eyes closed because of her just vertigo. like the heights. Yeah. Oh, no, the it's, vertigo. Yeah. It's it's, it's her vertigo. So so it, so she does. It can make her dizzy and all that. So that's unfortunately the only drawback of it is that if you have any issues with motion sickness, um, it's not it's not the best mode of transportation. But because of the fact that it is so quick, though, it we're not on it long enough where yeah. it is a major issue. Thankfully, that's um, true. So. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's a bit of a trade-off and I get, you know, yeah, the heights thing too, but like for, for me, like, you know, living, living where I live, you know, when you go out to the mountains, there's gondolas in multiple places. So it's like, this gondola doesn't feel like anything to me. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it's like, yeah, it's not that high. I, I don't know. But it's it reminds me yeah. like when they were building this, I remember there were some people in some of the message words were like, oh, this is never going to work in the Florida weather and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, do you? Do you understand that they like operate these kinds of things in some of the most extreme weather conditions in the world? Like Florida is nothing compared to like when they where, the where they use these kinds of gondola systems. You, like, you have not felt the wind blowing off the side of a mountain as you're riding yeah. a gondola up the side of the mountain. Exactly. Like it's, <laughs> it's and, and it's, it's fine. <laughs> they use I mean you can literally see this exact same system in like if you at certain ski slopes, I mean, there's a there's like a couple major companies that make them, and I've literally seen these same gondolas, uh, you know, in videos, you know, as ski slopes and stuff like that. Like they 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 have the exact same ones, so it's not like it's different because it's Disney. It's they use the you know yeah, one of the major suppliers that do it. It's an so. established system. So so yeah. again, like for for parts and and, and sorry, th- this is the other reason why it wins over the monorail is that when you talk about maintenance and stuff like the monorail that the monorail cars they have now are really old and there was a plan to upgrade them. But the problem is, is that they are very expensive and they are difficult to maintain. So, so the monorails uh, like it's not as common of a system, which makes it, you know, it's novel, but it's not easy to, to keep it running, which, you know, that makes it a more of a turnoff for Disney. Whereas like you said, you know, the, the, the Skyliner, it is, it's a well-established business you know it's used in multiple places so sourcing parts all that kind of stuff is not really an issue agreed agreed so yeah we yeah, should that, move that, on to the skyliner keeps winning but anyway <laughs> skyliner um, yeah. <laughs> um, all, right. all right let's talk about jeremy's uh the, we were going to do one question here. this week but we yeah. really wanted to address this so yeah. go ahead do you want to read it yeah I'll, I'll read this okay so so Jeremy says, I don't have a side gig as a Disney podcaster, but I presume if I did, I would be looking for all sorts of accounting and tax advantage ways to use my side gig for more discounted vacations and cheaper merch. Maybe that sounds selfish, but it's 100% true for my entrepreneurial spirit. LOL. I'm aware that you guys are not, really, aware. <laughs> or sorry, <laughs> not, I'm not aware that you guys really take any more Disney vacations or get more cheap merch than you always have in your regular lives. So I guess it speaks to the purity of how you like Disney and not just doing the podcast for a side gig job in brackets like I do mowing lawns. Makes me a little sad, though, because people who put as much time and effort into the show as you guys should get some extra merch or vacations out of it. I'm not sure if there's a question coming here, but if there is, how come you guys don't use the podcast to get a little extra Disney magic for yourself? <laughs> As a show fan and an entrepreneur myself, I feel like you guys deserve it for all the time you put into the show. Respect. I, I appreciate you. that, Jeremy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank, <laughs> yeah. thank you, Jeremy. Yeah, we, we very much appreciate that. Do you want to take this first or do you want me yeah. to? Yeah. 
Yeah, and and let's let's try to keep it fairly short, just because we are going to try to keep these episodes shorter these days, and we do have a fair amount to talk about. So, um, I I think Jeremy, you know, we we started doing this six years ago, and it was just for fun, right? Like we never really thought it was going to do anything. We were going to be happy if we hit a couple hundred listeners, and when we hit that first hundred, we were very excited, and we couldn't believe that a hundred people were listening to this thing. And I, I also think there's. You know, so we, we never really did this for money. So I think we decided a long time ago that even if we got sponsors and even if we got, you know, had Patreon and all that, that all of that, like the majority of that money was going to go back to the listeners because truthfully, we wouldn't do this if we didn't have listeners, right? Like there's, there's, we do this because we enjoy doing it. It's fun. But at the same time, if nobody's listening to it, then we're just, we might as well just be yelling at a cloud, right? Like, you know, yeah. so for us, like it's more important for us to do things for the listeners, you know, like, you know, we we talk about the shirts, right? Like, and we talked about this a couple episodes ago. We don't make any money on those shirts. Like, we mm-hmm. we make some money, but like the art costs money too, right? So like, we lose money on the shirts. You know, we we do merch like like pins. We do the hats. We do. You know, we also have to keep the lights on too. Uh, we have to, you know, hosting and all the other things we do to make the show work. Um, you know, that all costs money. So. I, I will say that we don't prioritize ourselves uh, with any of the money that comes into the show. I also want to say, too, that there's, I think, a misconception that if you have a podcast that's moderately successful, that you can make a whole lot of money doing it, which is not necessarily the case. I, I'm not saying we don't do all right. We do. But, you know, you're, you're not it's not a quit your job and uh, make it your career kind of, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, it, it, it's enough that the podcast is self-sustaining. It's not yes. that like like the 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 thing is we we I think at the beginning we we all put in money for various things to get it started. Yeah, but we've we've like you said we've hit a point where the podcast, um, yeah, all the costs and everything are kind of taken care of by sponsorship. And yeah, obviously we we have enough that we can try things like doing shirt designs. We can do hats and giveaways and stuff. So it does. Or yeah, it's like you said, it's not that it's successful in that, you know, yeah, we, we could make this a full-time job, but it's successful enough that we can still enjoy it without having to be financially on the hook for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, 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 you know, so we would rather have that money to spend on those things, right? Like, and mm-hmm. listen, I'm not going to say that we don't like, we, we typically will do like a treat yourself kind of thing. Like once a year for all three of us, we'll get something that we want. Um, you know, like, you know, Trevor, you got the, got the poly lamp, lamp. Yeah. you got the poly <laughs> lamp. I got the really expensive, uh, Disney castle Lego set. So, yeah, I mean, you know, we, we do that, right? Like, and, and, you know, for, but that's like the one thing we do. And we, like I said, we would much rather spend the money on merch and on, you know, the meetup that we did a couple years ago and, and, you know, pins and all that kind of stuff, because we, we, like I said, we do this for you guys. We do it for ourselves because it's fun, but also like we wouldn't do it if we didn't have listeners that were listening to it so yeah, yeah i hope i hope that uh makes sense Jeremy. but yeah we do i mean we do we do nice stuff for ourselves you know <laughs> and and i guess on the and so so I'm, I'm gonna put this out there as this is my view on this and i'm not saying uh, or i'm not saying this to disagree with you jeremy i'm not saying that your view on this is wrong um my view on try, you know, using something like the podcast to get extra Disney magic for myself. Like, um, I, I interpret Disney magic as, you know, you know, getting like, you know, extra perks in the park or like, you know, trying to use the podcast as a platform to, um, you know, get, get myself some sort of VIP treatment. Um, I'm personally, I don't 
ever want to do that because of the fact that um, Disney magic is Disney magic for me because of the fact that it's unexpected and I'm not fishing for it. Yeah. And, and that's not to say that, you know, going and asking for stuff is not wrong, but I personally, I would never want to like walk in and be like, yeah, you know, I'm a, I do a a podcast. So, you know, give me an extra, you know, you know, give me something extra with my meal or something like that. Right. Like I would never, I would never want to do that. And I know, like, I, I know that's not what you're saying, but, um, yeah, for, for me, it's the, the podcast is its own thing. And when I go to Disney, I go to Disney with the idea of, um, you know, whatever happens, happens. And, and that's where that's where I find that that the whole like, you know, people keep talking about, you know, well, how do you get some extra pixie dust? How do you get some extra magic? And th- the for me, it's going without the expectations of getting magic. So so if I ever got to a point where I was like, oh, you know, the podcast can get me this or I can use it for that. Um, I honestly don't think I would want to do it anymore because that for for me, it kind of it 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 taints the whole um, it taints the whole purpose of the Disney magic. Like, I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to ever lose that. So yeah, it's like it's like, uh, you know, being like being on Yelp and walking into a restaurant and be like, excuse me, I'm a Yelp reviewer. Um yeah treat me treat me extra (laughs) yeah yeah i don't yeah exactly i don't i don't want to ever like like (laughs) like accidentally fall into that you know like i'm an influencer right like i I don't want to be like that kind of person so yeah so i I would never i would never take like something like the podcast and use it as leverage for for anything at Disney like that. Again, that's, that's not who I am. And that's not to say that like doing stuff like that is wrong because, you know, people do stuff like that all the time. Um, it's just for me, that's not how I operate. That being said, if Disney wants to give us uh, a PR, <laughs> you know, to give us media <laughs> credentials, I'm not going to say no. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you, that, that's exactly, it. you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, I, I won't say no to things, but I'm also not going to go fishing for it. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> So uh, let's really quickly here because we are trying to keep it in an hour, right? So uh, we got some DVC news, uh, and and this is this actually is kind of making me mad because I was hoping you're missing this. Well, but we're missing it, yeah. And I was actually like, we were trying to get ourselves into Hoopty Doo while we're there, and we just we couldn't. You know, it sold out, and I also kind of lost track of time. And by the time I remembered that I needed to do (laughs) reservations, it was too late. Um, Yeah, I know. I just been busy. So, um, but anyway, so Fort Wilderness uh, over Fort Wilderness, Hoopty Doo Review, they're doing a special DVC member exclusive event called Hoopty Holidays, which is uh, just for blue card members uh, on two performances on November 28th and December 12th. DVC members and guests can enjoy an exclusive performance of Hoopty Doo Musical Review um, with, uh, it says unique performances promise a member exclusive pre-show along with a special commemorative keepsake. So, I mean, I'm annoyed I that I can't make this. I know this is yeah. awesome. What a cool way to do, to do a member event, right? Totally. Yeah. But, but like you say, yeah, it sucks when you're like, you just miss it, right? Like it's, it's frustrating. <laughs> but I, yeah. yeah. Is, is there any way you could extend your trip by like, you know, two several weeks? <laughs> well, well, no, cause you, you said you're there. It just you're there. Yeah. Because you said you're you're there, you'll be there on the twenty fourth. Yeah, so I will be leaving. So, let's see, the twenty sixth. So yeah, so, I'm missing it by so two days. Two days, yeah, yeah. I mean, 
Maybe maybe there will be a hurricane and you won't be able to leave. And then, <laughs> well, that's a, that's a terrible thing to say. <laughs> well, well, I, but but then you know you call into work and go, sorry guys, uh, sorry guys, hurricane. Yeah, 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 you know, you know, you know how it is. You you got to stay, and then and then you can go. To well, and I wouldn't you. even need tickets either for this. That's the nice thing well, too. I don't need. A well, apparently. Or oh, you have to make a reservation though. So you do, so, yeah. but I wouldn't have to make a park to because it's at Fort Wilderness. So you know, right? Park yeah. needed. So um, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh yeah, and yeah, they say so. Yeah, you can re- you can reserve for up to twelve people. Wow, which is a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. I was actually thinking about in this next topic. Actually, was the Disney uh, DVC is on top of their game this year. They finally have seems they like they've gotten it together um, after all those years of last minute stuff. They're, they have announced the 2024 dates for Moonlight Magic for tw- for all of 2024 already. I mean, look at look at that. <laughs> you know, I I would say I, I wouldn't be surprised if they still don't do surprise pop oh, stuff will. in the middle of all this. Like, it, so so okay, yeah, yeah. Let's let's start by um, yeah. Moonlight Magic dates are announced um, January 25th in Epcot, January 29th in California Adventure. Hey, all right. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. February, February 27th in Animal Kingdom, March 1st in Epcot, April 23rd in Animal Kingdom, June 4th at Typhoon Lagoon, July 11th at Typhoon Lagoon, and August 27th at Hollywood Studios, which none of these are Magic Kingdom, which is interesting. Yeah. They left um, Magic Kingdom out of the last group. Like, they didn't, I don't think they had any yeah. this past year for Magic Kingdom, did they? Yeah, that's a good point. I, I guess they. I wonder if there's just too much going on at Magic Kingdom now. I think that's can't. what it is. It's just too busy. It's just too yeah. busy. Yeah, they can't. Yeah, they can't justify shutting it down. Okay, early. that's that's fair. Yeah, but for a well, free event, you know. Well, yeah, but, but there's a paid event. We'll get to that in a bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that in a bit in our new segment. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, the the only thing that like you know, like you, I. I'm there in February, which um, I'm not going to make the Animal Kingdom Moonlight Magic, which. I I talked about it with my family and I was like, oh, you know, you know, once again, we're missing Moonlight Magic. But then we did or it was actually my son that brought the points. Like, haven't we been like screwed on every Moonlight Magic event that we tried to go to? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, that's yep. <laughs> that's true. Every time we've had one line up, something's happened that's that's messed it up. And he was like, so it's probably a good thing that that we don't have one this trip because that means the trip will go okay <laughs> and i'm like yeah 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 I, I i guess but yeah it's it's still annoying that uh it's still annoying that that we're missing it but like you said it's also great that it is far enough out that if you are already planning into you know you know june july or, or even august time frame uh you know what's what's coming right so i i do feel like you know disney was in like survival mode for a little while there right where like mm-hmm. they were understaffed and like they were just kind of like trying to get back in the swing of things because like listen I, everything disney does things take time right change takes time right like they announced the dining plans coming back and the park hopper coming back and the reservations going away like they announced all that months and months and months ago but you notice it's not starting until january 9th right because Everything they understand that everybody plans their vacations very far out. Like most people will plan them many, many months out. And so they give you time to kind of adjust, right? So I appreciate the fact that they're kind of getting back to normal with this stuff where they're announcing stuff way ahead of time. So you are not, you know, uh, just trying to figure these things out later. And and to your point, Trevor, though, I'm going in May next year. So there's not even a date in May. So, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. 
So no, no yeah, moonlight magic for me. <laughs> yeah, they just they just skip May entirely. You're right. They just did. They just skip May. They're yeah. just like, oh, yeah, forget it. Yeah. Tom's coming in May. We're not going to do May. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. The other thing that you know, you know, just talking about how how you you were saying, you know, like Disney has been kind of on their heels with this kind of planning and stuff. The other thing to keep in mind is that so this is a DVC event, and um, you know everyone goes well. It's all Disney, right? Like you know Disney can just plan an event when they want to plan an event. The, the thing is, is that DVC is a separate entity from it is Disney yeah. proper, and so so behind the scenes there is there is actually an exchange of money. Like, like they they basically have to like book the parks from from the. Uh, from the the yeah. park operations people and say, you know, Hey, we want to do these events on these days. And, and again, it's not that it's like, or, or I mean, again, it's, it's all, you know, on the books, like, you know, exchange of like funds between departments kind of thing. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. So, so, you know, for us, it's not that it's not that, you know, these events are, or, you know, they're free for us that, you know, we're like, Hey, great. You know, this is a free event or a free, free park entry. There is a cost associated with it. It's just DVC is absorbing that as part of their their operational sure, costs. So, so we are all technically paying for this stuff as part of our dues and everything. Which again, I'm not I'm not saying that's a bad thing, uh, but I'm saying you know it's good that they're you know they're taking it, they're using it for things like this and hoopty doo and all that. Um, but yeah, you know you know the the thing that I try to keep in mind is that you know they negotiate this stuff as far ahead as as possible because like we had that one that yeah. popped up uh here like it like it was a couple weeks ago that they yeah, yeah. They, just, they just did yeah yeah so so it seems like you know you know dvc is constantly like trying to find places to fit this in but they also have to get agreement from the parks that say yeah you know we can do an event this night and whatever so yeah obviously there's I, i'm wondering what's going on in may that's so like busy know. that they they can't do a moonlight magic event but i don't know yeah. well i also tend to think like these last minute ones at the end of the year are thus uh, are them being like well we got a little bit of promotional budget left for the end yeah. of the year <laughs> you know like maybe we should just spend it on that but at the same time disney's fiscal year ends in the third quarter so i don't know if it but i don't know maybe if they run their budgets differently but but um but yeah it's just kind of random it's like oh all of a sudden we're gonna do this maybe they just found room in the budget for it i don't know but um but I, I mean, yeah, anyway. <laughs> budget stuff like we 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 would see it like a couple of months after it was finally decided. Yeah. Like it wouldn't be like, oh, we you know we did this and then next day they're announcing it. So exactly, um, yeah. So you're right. It was, it was probably like some year end budget stuff that came down the pipe as to why we got that last minute one. Exactly, exactly. So listen, it's great that Moonlight Magic that they've they've announced these this far ahead of time so people can plan around it. And hey, it's good that they have a California Adventure Day too. You notice Disneyland is yeah. missing too, so the two busiest parks are are missing, right? Which you know makes sense. Yeah, it does. But uh, yeah, <laughs> and you know, I guess I, I I guess I would still rather if I had to go to any of these, I would go to Epcot. Yeah, Epcot Moonlight would be Magic. a fun one. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go ahead and do our ad. All right. All right. The sponsor of this episode is DVC Resale Market. DVC Resale Market, a world of DVC company, is the leader in the DVC resale industry with 13 former Disney Vacation Club guides and three former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. If you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market, where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days. 
In 2022, DVC Resale Market helped over 4,400 families join on, join or add on to their memberships. Go to dvcresellemarket.com slash welcome home or call 1-844-DVC-PROS. That's 1-844-382-7767. And when you speak to them, be sure to let them know that Welcome Home sent you or select us in the drop down on their website. So just make sure however you're getting to DVC Resale Market, you mentioned that you heard about them from us. So, Trevor, I created a new segment without telling you about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I read it. I, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, this is what we're doing. So, um, I, so yeah. this, I'm calling this new segment Rapid Fire News. I need to get like some upbeat, like fun music for the background for us to do this, right? Like, I need a music bed for this. Uh, so, so, so first of all, we're going to figure out how we're going to do this because, no, yes, yeah, this is yeah. just rapid. Okay. So, this is like, <laughs> we've got three news items that are things we don't necessarily need to talk in detail about, but we should should talk mm-hmm. about anyway so we're going to spend one minute each on, on these and i'm not we're, we're not going to time it but we're going to go very quickly with them so so first off new adventure land treehouse opening in disneyland on november 10th just a couple weeks here i think we've seen a lot of details about this and uh you know it's it's exciting that it's reopening it's been closed for quite a while i think right it's it's the new old adventure land treehouse <laughs> because they're they're actually it, it says inspired by swiss family robinson so it's going back to the swiss family robinson theming instead of the Tarzan theming, which it's been for a while now. Um, I like it. It's, uh, it, you know, it, it feels very much like the one in, in Florida, but it looks like they've got some new stuff going on. It looks like the rooms are a little more um, alive, I guess would be the best way to put it. Oh, so like magical, so, like maybe magical things happening. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Or, or like the rooms are themed like, like, like the one room, like the one person's room is like an astronomer. So they've got like all the like, like yeah, star yeah. mapping stuff in there and everything, which Yeah. Concept I think it's good. great for this. Yep. Yeah. So yep. item two. All right. <laughs> I love this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Zootopia opening December 20th, 2023 at Shanghai Disney Resort. Sorry, everyone. I know you were probably excited about that at the start of the sentence. <laughs> but um, yeah, Zootopia is opening in the Shanghai Resort. It looks good. I it looks admit. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like just um, like the, the shot of the city like looks amazing. And then this trackless ride they have looks very cool. I mean, yep. and the animatronics, man. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah Clauhauser and like they just, but these are all like the new animatronics, right? Yeah. Like, these they are just the, look the high end ones. Really yeah. good. And, and yeah, the, the trackless ride. It, so, so you're in like the one of the police cars, which I'm guessing it would be like, you're, you're probably like chasing Flash or something probably on the ride. Like, yeah, probably. Yeah. Which I, 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 I didn't realize how like that, like, like we, we talked about Zootopia as a land, like yeah. how that would work. I kind of hope that this manifests in some way in or in uh, one of the in, in North American parts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's oh, and yeah. sorry, the the last thing the the possicles. Yes, are, I was going to bring yeah. that up. They're selling the possicles. Those are so good. <laughs> Those look so cool. They look I amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All so right. no, there's some really cool details in this land. So uh, I mean, I I think this is going to be really neat. I'm excited to see like videos of it opening. So yeah. Okay, and the last thing is Disney After Hours events return January 2024th at the Walt Disney Resort, which there is a bunch of them. Um, they And yeah, so this is what we were talking about earlier, that um, it, it, instead of, you know, we got Moonlight Magic events, but there is also paid After Hours events, which run from, I think it's 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. Yeah, and yeah. Um, there there is a bunch of different dates for these like or i'm i'm not gonna 
read them all off. Um, <laughs> prices though start from uh, they range from like one hundred and twenty dollar or sorry, oh sorry, I'm looking at the DVC prices. One forty nine, um, yeah, yeah, one forty nine to to one seventy five is the highest one for so one forty nine is Epcot, one seventy nine is Magic Kingdom at the highest prices. So so they vary depending on uh, on when you're going. But of course, if you are an annual pass holder or a DVC member, you do get a discount on them. Um, I'm very much for these events. I know that yep. like, I know it's an extra ticketed event on top of like a regular park ticket, but you can get a lot done from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. if there's not a lot of people in the park. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like you're paying... Yeah. You're paying like a full day price for one of those tickets, but you're getting a, a, as much done, you know, in that short. Yeah. Period. And well, and, and it's like, it's crazy because like you can, um, we've done the, the magic kingdom one. We, we've actually been debating back and forth because we have Epcot or we can go to both Epcot or magic kingdom. Um, during our trip, they, there's dates for both of these. And, uh, We've been deciding would it be better to to try and go to Epcot at night or would it be better to go to Magic Kingdom? The only thing is, is Magic Kingdom's got way more rides, which yeah, for me it's like if you're going to do those, like the purpose for me is to get as many rides in as possible. But my son argued, he's like, but we could go on Guardians a lot, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, uh, I don't yeah. like. All right, we well, failed on this well, last one. We yeah. talked too long. About I, this last one. <laughs> I, I knew this one was going to take a little bit longer, but that's fine. It was the last I one. A, but, I could have you know, made we, it a regular yeah. topic instead of yeah. a rapid fire. So I, I need to get like a but, buzzer yeah. sound effect and then, <laughs> yeah, or, or like a ding. We, we need like a like a little yeah, um, like a like the like the hotel like, like a what they have magic desk. sound like a little like a little magical like like you know what I mean? Well, no, like like you know when you go to a hotel and you hit the bell, you know the ring bell for service, yeah, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the ding. Yeah, ding, 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 yeah ding, we need yeah, okay. we need something like that. All um, right. Well, I, I I like it. I, so I know you're not a cruise guy, Trevor, but mm-hmm. we have to talk. Yeah, about okay. The, yeah, you're mean, right. That like like I I will fully admit <laughs> this lounge. Oh, okay, so so there is a haunted mansion lounge coming on the disney treasure and this thing looks amazing looks incredible like just oh wow (laughs) i'm surprised it took them that this long to do this right but like this just looks amazing in every way yeah right like Like, i I just want to sit in there like i don't like yeah (laughs) like i don't even need a drink or anything just let me sit in there please (laughs) i mean like they've got it it's basically like you're sitting in the haunted mansion like the haunted mansion was a real place and you've gotten out of your ride vehicle and you're hanging out in the lounge in the Haunted Mansion. There's a bar behind the bar. There's it looks like the, they've got, you know, ghosts behind the bar. I don't know. The, if the, the hitchhiking, hitchhiking ghosts. Are they? OK, they are. Yeah, the yeah they are the hitchhiking okay. ghosts in the mirror. Yeah. So and the furniture all looks like it's right out of the Haunted Mansion. Like, like the, it really does. One chair by yeah. the by the or like off in the corner there in the picture. Can you sit in the in, the, in that chair? I forget what it's I called. Would ass- but, yeah, I would assume so. Like it's it that, chair like nice that, that chair has is an actual name. That that chair has an actual name from the ride, and I don't remember what it is off the top of my head. Just looks like a high back chair. Why? Why do I not know the name of that chair? Yeah, it no, has it has a, a name. Specific... Oh, it's the face chair. It's the face chair. Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay, yeah, because it has it has Donald Duck's face yeah. in it. 
Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's un- unofficially known as the face chair, right? Like, so it's, right. it's, but it's, yes. If you've never seen that before and if you go on the Haunted Mansion, look at that red uh, kind of like, uh, what kind of, it's just a chair. It's a, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's one of those like little detail things that, and like, this is the, this whole lounge is yeah. that like, it's all those like little details that, you know, if you've been on the Haunted Mansion enough, you you look beyond like you know there's the obvious ghosts and stuff but there's a ton of just like cool design and and decor and stuff like that i'm looking at these pictures and again this is the problem now is i keep looking at these photos now of you this lounge <laughs> and and yeah i want to go and and i just noticed that like i i totally blanked on this before but the fireplace is green like like the fire yeah is green coming out of the fireplace which is like <laughs> it's just so cool well, and I'm I'm hopeful too that there's going to be like effects in this, almost like yes, you know, like stamp kind of thing. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So like I'm hopeful that that's what it's going to be like too. I, you know, I feel like I need to go in the treasure because the treasure is the one that has all of the theme park uh, themed rooms. This is the one that has the twenty thousand leagues under the sea room. It has the jungle cruise room. Like I need to go on the ship just for all of that. This like, boat's going to be popular. Yeah. yeah, it is. <laughs> it's going to be crazy <laughs> popular. Like, I mean, and even these drinks. I mean, the merch too. I want this clock. I want this clock that glows yep. green. Like, I mean, the music box. Oh my! I want all of this merch. Give me all of the things here. <laughs> like, I I have a place for that clock. Like, I know exactly where I would put it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and these are going to be cruise exclusive yeah. too. So you can't. You won't even be able to buy them after uh. the cruise. Well, which is not, really not unless you go on eBay, I'm sure. Oh yeah, eBay. I'm sure they'll show up. But there's always yeah. the secondary market, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but man, this bar looks cool. I mean, they really knocked it out of the park with this one. I'm excited to see more details about it. Like I said, I fully anticipate that there's going to be special effects in here. I feel like the lights are probably going to dim randomly. You know, I'm sure there's paintings that are going to be moving. I'm sure the hitchhiking ghosts will do stuff like. You know, this is not just going to be like you're hanging out of the Haunted Mansion. There's going to you're going to really feel like you're in a lounge in the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. And did you read up on any of these drinks yet? Uh, Yeah, the drinks are cool, too, man. Like, it's all like really killing it with all of this. (laughs) So so the the last one actually got me. I I didn't realize what it was at first. Yeah. But it so it's a it's their signature beverage, which it it says topped with a lemon salt foam. This tequila based cocktail. I'm sure you could probably get. uh non-alcoholic version if you ask probably for it. but yeah. uh will contain a secret message only to be revealed by a black light so they're putting something on it that that you don't see it until until a black so you light get it to your on. seat and a black light comes by i mean yeah. how does that work i i mean i i feel like this is like you know we were just talking about like effects and stuff i feel like this is something where like you know they bring it out and then it you know you know the lights dim or the lights change and then you see you see this uh the logo on the logo floating on the foam of your drink, which yeah. is yeah, that's super cool. I, I need to get on the Disney Treasure now, man. Like I, I I'm I'm not even yeah. joking about this. Like for real, I, I we are going on a cruise in twenty five in twenty twenty five with the whole family, and I I feel like I need to convince them now that we need to go on the Treasure. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're doing a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, yep. <laughs> at, at Christmas, you're gonna sit everybody down and like. Like yeah. present your your case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm watching the video. I'm, by the way, did you watch the video? I did. Yeah, it's it looks good. So they are. They, you can see some of the effects that they're going to do in the video. Yeah, yeah. That's where I saw the um uh or yeah. You can see the hitchhiking ghosts in the in the mirror. Yeah, 
Yeah. Wow, that was really loud in my ears as I was trying to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> yeah. I, I started hitting play on it and it started blasting in my ear as well. Yeah, that was really, yeah, that was really I, loud. Thanks, Disney Parks blog, for cranking your, your videos <laughs> all the way up to 100. Listen, worth it, my friend, worth it. Because that's, I mean, <laughs> seriously, I, this, if they, I mean, I know they're going to pull this off, but it just looks absolutely incredible. And I, I cannot wait to see this in person Do, at some point. You know, the the whole thing around this, like like you know, we're we're seeing all this stuff show up on like like the treasure, you know, you know, it's it's just looking like an amazing ship. I have to wonder how much of it you're going to see come back into the parks. Hmm. What do you because, mean by that? <laughs> well, um, well, because I mean, th- this is like next level, right? Like, like this oh, so is, you mean this like, is a, will they make a haunted mansion bar that looks like that? They could make a standalone haunted mansion bar that looks like that. Yeah, well, well, not necessarily just like haunted mansion, but in in general, like like you know, like Trader Sam's and like these like environments where you're you're far more immersed in it than you than it's just like oh you know I'm going and sitting in a bar or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. I have to wonder if or you know going back to we've talked previously about you know Disney is investing a bunch of money into the parks over the next ten years. I hope it's this kind of stuff. Like it's not just like hey here's you know new big ride. I also want to see, I want to see them do like, you know, take something like the Haunted Mansion and make, make a different experience out of it. You know, make a bar, make a restaurant. Like I, I would love to see a restaurant in the same kind of. Especially if you have the, 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 the waiters have like the attitude that some of the cast members have. I say some because you don't always get the cast members like doing it, you know, doing it up, but then occasionally you do get some. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You get some cast members that are into it and some that aren't like, but I wish all the cast members were into it, honestly, because if I worked at the Haunted Mansion, I would be so into it, you know? Oh, totally. Yeah. But I mean, um, messing with people is fun, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, they did, they did announce the Pirates of the Caribbean bar that they're going to build. Right. Yes. So yeah, I, that's true. Yeah. So they're kind of, they kind of are doing that, right? Like they're doing a Pirates bar and we don't know what that's going to look like yet. So, we've, saw, we've seen one, you know, piece of concept art, yeah, but, but so, so this, this bar is setting the bar really high. <laughs> that was not intentional when I started saying it, but I realized. Joke. Yep, it's there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Let's let let's go on. Okay, you got a rumor on here. We haven't done a rumor uh, in a little while, uh, and and I will give credit credit to credit uh, uh, give credit to Becky. I was I had Becky yeah. in my head, and I said I said Becky and credit in one word. Um, so credit to Becky for sharing this in the Discord, and this is uh, we'll. Give this to wdwmagic.com is where we're getting this from. And again, this is a rumor. We just like to talk about rumors sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. So may happen, may not happen. I feel like I remember this being rumored before, but we're back here again. Uh, so according to sources uh, from WDW Magic, um, new features uh, will be added to the uh, WDW dining system, which will include the ability to search a date range for your reservations. And also... Uh, availability notifications for fully booked restaurants. So a lot of us now will pay for services and there's a couple free services that will do the availability notifications. Disney's looking like in 2024 that they, or, or before the end of the year, they're actually saying this is expected before the end of the year uh, may roll out the notification, um, you know, functionality as well. And I love, by Mm -hmm. the way, I love this whole thing of the date range one because you could really use that to like figure out what days you want to do what, you know, dining, right? Like now it, yeah. it takes so much time because you're like, okay, well, we want to do a, a this on this date. And then you have to search, you know, for each day what you want to do. Whereas now this will be like, 
this restaurant is available on these days in your trip during the time that you want. You know, like that's awesome if they do that. Yeah. So and and that's I know exactly what you mean, because it's like, you know, hey, we'll be in Epcot on like Tuesday and Thursday. So, yeah. you know, I don't care which day I go. But like you said, you know, previously, it's like you have to look at Tuesday, but then they only show you they don't show you everything even like on the current search. Like it shows you like like a couple of times. And it was always that thing where you had to keep refreshing it to actually yeah, like yeah, the more times. Right. So, yeah. so it looks like, yeah, you'll be able to put in like, you know, Hey, between Tuesday and Thursday, show me all the available times and you'll be able to get an actual better picture of what's there. And I, I think that will make for far more, far more spontaneous booking. Agreed. Yeah. Because, because you won't have to, uh, like, you know, you know, people will do day of bookings, but it'll also be like, you know, hey, I, you know, I can book two days out and not instead of booking 60 days out. Right. And, yeah, I, and absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely definitely a great thing. The notification thing is huge as well. Like, like you said, you know, I know a lot of third parties do it, but this will be way faster than any third party because it'll be coming from Disney as the notification comes available. Again, assuming that they they implement it right um, because well there is potential to mess up or these like systems don't always work the way you think they should and well it, it may not good yeah I, d- depending on how they do it because uh, i i guess depending on how quickly they're they're pulling for availability the third party sites still may actually get the notifications faster but we'll have to see when this or sorry i say when if this comes to to pass here you know in the next couple of months yeah, I, I guess my question is, right, like, it's one thing for third parties to do it, right? But, like, for Disney mm-hmm. to actually do this, I mean, first of all, those third-party companies are going to go bye-bye, right? Like, that's, <laughs> like, you're they're going to eliminate a lot of those because all of a sudden now it's like, why would I pay, you know, $25 for touring plans when I can just get it for free from Disney? But yeah. I guess my question is, how are they going to do this, right? Because at any given time... I'm sure there are hundreds of people looking for the same time at the same restaurant, right? So if they put out an alert to 500 people at the same time, how's that going to work? Like, you know, that's that's going to be tough. Cause I, I and I, I so what I'm wondering to myself is, is there some sort of algorithm that they're going to be, you know, having here where they're prioritizing how quickly people get these? Meaning does a DVC member get prioritized over a regular guest? Does an annual pass holder get prioritized over an annual, uh, you know, annual, uh, you know, regular guest? Does, uh, you know, someone staying on property get prioritized? Or are they just going to be like, all 500 people on the, are on the list, we'll just notify them all at once, and then everybody's just going to crush the website all at once? And Because they're not booking this for I, you, mind you. They're just, still, they're just sending alerts. So you still have yeah. to get in there as quickly as you can. And so like, to me, if they're going to alert everybody at the exact same time, it's not going to be that useful because unless you are lightning fast, you're probably not going to get it. Right. I feel like it'll be first in first out. You think so? Yeah. Because, because they'll have, when people make a, when, you know, people request an alert, there'll be a timestamp on when they request it. Right. So, sure, sure. So they can do it like, like it'll, I would think it, you know, or again, this is just me and how I would do it is, you know, queue it up based on on when people made the request. So, you know, oldest requests get filled first, but then give people a window. So, you know, you know, if you get a notification, you know, it it waits, you know, even, you know, five to 10 minutes or whatever before it notifies the next person. Because because realistically, you don't have to notify all 500 people, you know, probably within the first 10 to 15 people, 
somebody's going to grab it. Right. So, yeah. so in my mind, what I feel again, based on how everything else seems to operate at Disney is that the biggest, or if you're looking for a dining reservation, it still is, it still would be in your best interest to try and get that reservation as far out as possible. Because yeah, I feel course. like you would, you would stand a better chance of getting the notification faster. Um, and I mean, the thing is, is that it's also like, you know, you, or if, if it's anything like fast passes, like it changes quickly, right? It does. Like if, yeah, if, if you've ever looked or, you know, in the old fast pass system, if you're refreshing, you would see different times pop up and, you know, people were always changing stuff. So like the whole thing about like, well, you know, you know, 500 people, you know, how are people going to get it? I feel like there's going to be so many people, you know, potentially canceling, changing, whatnot that, you know, for those 500 people, you're, you know, you're going to get a section of people that are not going to get what they want. But if you're at least paying enough attention to the system to, you know, you know, acknowledge those alerts, you'll probably be able to use it to your advantage. That would be my take on it. I, I'm going to say a Damon thing right now, since Damon's not here, I, I got to do, do a Damon thing. They should charge for this. And I would mm. pay. Okay. This, yeah. I would gladly pay for this as an upcharge. Um, because you're thinking dining I reservation mean, lightning lane. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, not even lightning lane, just the, the, the actual, cause I mean, listen, I have paid for it already. Right. Like I, I pay for touring plans just to do that most of the time. Right. Like it's that and crowd calendars and that's it. Right. And that's 25 bucks. I would pay for my entire trip. I would pay a fair amount to get this capability. Right. Like, I'd pay even more if you automatically booked it for me. Like, just do that, right? <laughs> but, like, I'm just saying, like, I feel like this is an upcharge um, opportunity for them. And I think people would be willing to pay it, honestly. Uh, because it, it really does take a lot out of planning for you. And it makes it a little bit easier. So you're not... Because I, I don't know about you, Trevor. Like, when I'm trying to find that reservation, I'm just sitting there hitting refresh all day most days. Like, it's, you know, I'm just trying mm-hmm. to get it. And, like, there's so, something to that. Like, there's something about the hunt for that that's fun. But at the same time, it's like... I, I would love to have it easier. I'd love to have it much, much easier and just have it alert me when, when it's ready to go. And then I can, uh, you know, I can do it then. And, you know, part of the reason why I think it's going to be better too than the third parties is that, you know, Disney's got the best information, right? Like they've got the reservation system. Like those other third parties, literally all they are doing is checking Disney's website and then alerting you. So there's always going to be like a little delay, right? Like there's no like, there's, it's not it can't be instant right when that becomes available i mean theoretically disney can be instant if somebody cancels a reservation they can immediately seconds later alert everybody that that reservation is now available if they want to you know yeah if they want to tax their system if they want to do that I, yeah well that's what i'm saying like i don't know if they will do that but the, theoretically they could i mean they 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 nobody has better information than disney has right because <laughs> they it's their systems so yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. Again, this this is all a rumor. So, you know, let, we'll yeah, have yeah, to, yeah. we'll see if something actually gets announced here in the next little bit. Uh, but I, I, I guess, yeah, you know, like you, if, or I don't know if I would pay for it, but I think having the option to, you know, have less people fighting for reservations is probably not a bad thing. Because that's what that would do, right? Is yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. If you'd reduce the amount of people, yeah. It's what it's yeah. what they it's essentially what they did with Genie Plus, right? They reduced the pool of people using it, right? By making people yeah. pay. It's the same thing. You you would reduce the pool of people using the availability alerts by making people pay for it. Yeah. 
Well, we'll we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, this uh, rumor actually pans out because at, at the very least, even if they don't do the date range search, I would like the notification thing would be great. Like yeah, that, it would be amazing. That, yeah, it, it feels like something that it has been sorely missing from the the my Disney Experience app. I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. It's one of those things. It's like yeah, third parties came and filled in the gap, but Disney really should have been doing it. Um, you know, listen, it's, it's probably not the easiest thing for them to implement. It's probably a lot more work than you think it is, but, um, you know, it's not that you Trevor, I just mean everyone out there, but, um, yeah, but yeah, anyway, so I did put a food thing on here. I, I have to say, mm-hmm. Trevor, I think we won the food poll that is on the group because I know it said it was 37 <laughs> people said yes, but 17 people said, I like the food, but less of it. Right. So to me, that's yeah. a win. that's that's a win (laughs) yeah i I think that's fair all right but listen i to to everybody's point we'll talk about there's uh uh, the new uh palm breeze bar is opening at the villas at disneyland hotel so trevor let's do let's just pick one dish that we that we see on here that sticks out to us that we want to eat and i'm going to do this not to annoy you trevor but because it looks delicious the cheese fry poutine I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I, I, knew, I knew you knew I was going to say it. I mean, yeah. look at look how delicious it looks. It's not poutine, right? It's really not poutine in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. With demi glaze, uh, uh, cheese sauce, chive sour cream, and pimento. I mean, and I don't know what else is going on in there either, but it looks delicious. I want to eat it. Yeah, that's that's very busy. But yeah, it it, it seems or they have it under the shareables. So they do. They do. Yes. Th- this is something that um, it, because it's it's a bar, obviously, you know, th- this feels like something, you know, you get for the whole table and everybody just eats cheese fried poutine. Th- those almost I, I thought those were potato. If I'm looking at the right picture. I thought those were potato barrels on it at first, but I yeah, guess I, that's I can't figure chicken. out what they are. They don't list them in the ingredient list, but it's it, there's something. Maybe it's fried cheese curds. That would oh, maybe. be awesome. That would be awesome. But put that in the description. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, all right. So what's your one item then that you're going to pull out of this one? Uh, the beignets. Oh, ben- wow. Okay. Beignets. Yeah, I, I, I like, I like beignets. I mean, just, I do too. I, yeah. I, they're, they're basically just deep fried donuts. <laughs> but, yeah. That's all they are. Yeah. <laughs> but they're good. I like, I, and especially like, I mean, anyone who's, you know, had Disney or, it's it's not that like Disney makes the best beignets, but when you're in Disney and you have a beignet in like New Orleans, like it's just like chef's kiss, right? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you you know if you've been there, you know. Um, yeah, well, I mean, like you know, that's yeah. people will say that about like Port Orleans at uh, at Disney World, right? Where you can, yeah, yeah, it's there. yeah, it's, it's same it's kind very of much, yeah. very much same kind of vibe. So yeah, I would, um, yeah, the fact that they offer beignets at the DVC resort that this to me feels like um, for the same thing when I'm at the poly where I just walk down and grab a Dole Whip at pineapple and I, this would be like a, you know, I'm up in my room and it's like, Oh, I want a snack. Let's go get beignets. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I get that. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap this thing right. up, Trevor. Look at that. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, wow. And actually we, we kept it pretty close to an hour. Yeah, we're so close. that, yeah, we're that close. worked out pretty good. We're getting right. better. We're, we're going to get better at this. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're trying new things. So, you know, be patient with us. We, you know, we have to change it up because it keeps it interesting. So, yeah. Um, all right. So to start, if you guys have any questions or any, you know, you want to share your own trip report, stuff like that, you can always find us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys because, you know, we... Um, like we said at the beginning of the show, we we do this because we enjoy it, and um, 
you know, we're not, we're not doing this to try and make it into a business. It's just, you know, something we do for fun. So, you know, if you guys want to share in that, please reach out to us. And if you want to find us on social media, you can always find us on Facebook as Welcome Home Podcast. YouTube is Welcome Home Podcast and Instagram as Welcome Home Picks. Uh, if you're on Facebook, check out our group, Welcome Home Disney Waitlist, where we talk with uh, our listeners all the time. We get our questions from there. We get great memes posted in there and polls about things like, should we talk about food? Which, uh, you know, obviously, yes, we should. Um, so, yeah, if you, if you want to be part of the conversation, please come join us because I think we have one of the best Facebook groups out there for Disney talk without all the extra drama and whatnot. We we keep it pretty chill and lighthearted in there. So, uh, you know, you know, come check it out. And if you want to help support the show, you can go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and check out the different shirts that we have. We have the uh, the golden birthday button up on there, which uh, will be available until December. We have the new logo, um, which uh, I really like. I'm I'm excited that uh, that we've got new hats with the logo, which are not on the store, but th- those are for giveaways. So you know, as we get going with um, you know going back to the parks and stuff, you'll see that you're going to see that logo more and more. Um, but if you want to get your own shirt or, you know, fanny pack or anything else, uh, you know, check it out in the store. And if you uh, or if you want to support the show another way, you can go to patreon.com slash welcome home pod and check out our different levels of Patreon support, which have their own exclusive logo that is not available on the store. And uh, also, if you support us through Patreon, it gets you access to the Discord server, which we, we've we talked about a bit throughout the show here. We we have a lot of great uh conversations with our listeners on there it's just another place that we love talking with you guys and our patreon supporters also get a 15 percent discount in the store which uh you know if you're looking for some merch in the store uh you know giving a little bit of support in patreon can actually work to your benefit to get you a better discount in the store so uh make sure you check that out if uh, you guys are looking for any merch for your next trip down to the parks yeah, if you're looking about your Team Dan shirt or your hashtag Team Food shirt, um, which I don't <laughs> think Damon has made, uh, because yeah. uh, <laughs> but uh, he won't make a Team Food shirt. We he's have not going to make a Team Food shirt. No, yeah, yeah, I, I think you might have to go in there and make a Team Food shirt. <laughs> let's let's just not tell Damon that we did it. <laughs> yeah, if you're not in the group, by the way, yeah. so the whole food conversation last week led to a really funny poll in the group uh, during the week that I was I was just. Every time I looked at it, I was laughing because it was we. There mm-hmm. was just so many funny things going on in that in that uh, that poll. Uh, so you can vote for whether you want us to keep talking about food, or you want you like food but less of it, or if you don't want food at all and that you're just a Damon Stan over here and uh, <laughs> 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 you're with Damon yeah. on this. So I mean, you could do any of those, but I. I Usually, I have not spent as much time lately on the Facebook page as I wanted to, and uh, just the 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 group was uh, making me laugh really hard over that poll. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. I was. I, I didn't even realize it was there because, like you, I I can't check Facebook all the time. But all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh, what's this?" And then I realized that there was like this whole discussion going on with the food, which, uh, yeah, like you, yeah, I it thought it, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it was great. Uh, so right. we don't have any reviews this week. Uh, okay. Did you do yeah. your whole review spiel already? I did. I'm, no, I, I didn't, but I'll, I'll just mention it real quick. If, if yeah. you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, leave us a five-star review so that the, uh, the internet, whatever, the, the, the gods of the internet can help the show <laughs> the find new people. Because, because I, I guess that's how algorithms work. I don't know. It's, you know, internet magic, but, yeah, uh, internet yeah. magic. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Um, 
so we haven't got any reviews this week, but I do want to shout out a couple of people that have uh, emailed us in the mailbox. Uh, right. So I want to say hi to Mike uh, coming from us from England. Uh, Mike just got back from his uh, Disney holiday. And uh, he, I guess when he was coming back, he, uh, he, he happened to catch the video of the magic band reader that we have on our YouTube page and immediately decided oh. he wanted one. So <laughs> so I got him the link for that so he could go check that out cuz you have it Trevor, right? So yes. Yeah. Yeah, the the it looks like the the scanner at the the yeah. gate. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So he's very excited about that. So shout out to Mike. I also want to shout out to Bill uh who who Bill and I email f- uh, fairly frequently. So hi Bill. And then also Melissa had reached out to us too to help us with our social media. So thanks Melissa. We'll we'll talk to you soon about that. So Awesome. Yeah. So thanks everybody that emails us. We, we, we appreciate it. So, and you know, on top of that, on top of giving us reviews and emailing us, don't forget to subscribe to welcome home podcast. So you can be reminded every time we release a new episode, you can find us on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Amazon music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, YouTube music. So many places you can find us. Just look for us. Uh, you know, look for welcome home podcast. All <laughs> the internets. Yeah, just yeah. All, we're on all of the internets on the interwebs <laughs> and the intertubes. Yeah. Just use the Googles. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh man okay now we're getting way over time here <laughs> it's fine it, everything's fine Damon's not here to yell at us so <laughs> uh, just a reminder to our listeners welcome home podcast is for entertainment only we are not employed by the Walt Disney Company and as such all opinions we express on the show are our own so please consult a DVC cast member or Disney representative for more information about anything we talked about today huge thank you to our sponsor of this episode DVC Resale Market and of course World of DVC for continuing to support the show. Please check them out. Uh, if you want us to continue having a show, uh, you'll you'll need to check them out and say that Welcome Hope sent you. <laughs> Not really, but anyway. Uh, join us next time for more Disney Park discussion, of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. Mm-hmm.